have stopped the genocide in American ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. I'd like to encourage everyone on my Facebook friends list, everyone in my social groups, and all of my listeners worldwide, please do me a favor. Hit that like button and share this video podcast with your friends, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure that you are subscribed to my YouTube channel. It's free. Help make this video podcast go viral by posting this link to your Facebook page, your Instagram page, and or on your Twitter page. This video podcast is available in three forms. Audio, video, and as a written in order for us to reach our audience. On my YouTube channel, you can watch my latest video podcast. I provide direct links to our virtual store, my Amazon author page, our PayPal page, my Medium page, and our GoFundMe page under the About section. We look forward to having you on board with this with us as we embrace upon this exciting project. If you are listening to this audio podcast on Anchor, just click on the YouTube icon to connect with my YouTube channel. In order to follow along with my presentation, I strongly recommend everyone on my Facebook friends list exchange emails with me so that I can email you everything I do online. I encourage all of my listeners to follow me on my Medium page. This is where I post my transcript so that you can read my full speech word for word or click on the audio version to hear my speech. I use this platform to interact with everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups by giving black business owners free airtime to promote their products and services. I give people in the faith community an opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. I give black authors and and ordinary law-abiding citizens an opportunity to share their special talents and skills to my listeners from around the globe. After the show, I offer my guest speakers an incentive by teaching them how to create their own podcast and YouTube channel to help them earn extra revenue. I also assist people on my friends list with creating basic websites, finding college scholarships and grants, housing and legal services, all for free. I am not interested in writing and publishing more books, but rather producing quality black empowerment films and creating successful black businesses. I am not online to beg for donations. I want to exchange something of value. My thing is, if I am going to ask for something, then I'm going to have a product or service behind it, like my revised book or my virtual store. This video podcast is an extension of the grassroots community activist movement. Over here, we promote critical thinking while discussing social issues throughout the diaspora and on the African continent 
until the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago materialized. It's my hope through this podcast and through my social groups, I can connect with other like-minded black people, African people, Afro-Caribbean people, Afro-Brazilian people, and others who will work with me directly in turning my vision and plan for black America and Africa into a reality. Once we get this film project fully funded and made and get our Christian business up and running, then I would love to invite many of you to Chicago, Illinois to speak or preach during our live events. Through the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago, we will help pay for your travel and hotel expenses pending on our budget and sponsorship. We will also compensate you for your time and talent. Our objective is to keep our community informed and connected. For those of you who appreciate all of the hard work that I'm doing on this video podcast, the best way you can show your support is by donating to our film project through our GoFundMe page or by purchasing items from our virtual store and help me get my revised book on the bestsellers list so that the world would take our cause serious. Our goal is to take your cam to the next level, the big screen. The proceeds from the film will put me in a better position financially so that I can purchase property for our Christian business, Gurkai of Chicago. Buy office equipment and hire qualified black middle class professionals who would make sure that this business will be effective and successful for years to come. Most of all, make our presence known in the African-American community, starting in Chicago. Without support from the black grassroots and the global African family, then I am unable to do my job. 31 years of being overlooked and rejected has not stopped me from stomping hard for my people who are trapped in American ghettos. I provide all the links in the comment section below. Please mark your calendar for Saturday, May 27th, 2023. Theme, get to know me. Time, 2 p.m. through 3 p.m. American Central Time. 3 p.m. Canadian Time. 8 p.m. West African Time. 9 p.m. South African Time. 10 p.m. East African Time. And 8 p.m. UK Time. Instructions on how to participate on the show. First, watch my video podcast. This is called Side A. After you finish, after I finish my presentation, then I will open up the phone lines through Facebook Messenger. This is called Side B. You can interact with me in real time, either by voice call, by clicking on the phone icon, or by video call, by clicking on the camera icon. Today's topic of discussion is as follows. California Governor Gavin Newsom doesn't support cash payments reparation for descendants of American slaves and who should lead the reparation conversation. Our first topic, California Governor Gavin Newsom doesn't support cash payment reparation for descendants of American slaves. 
the California Reparation Commission recommended for Af African Americans in the state to be eligible for up to $1 million in cash payments for slavery. Governor Gavin Newsom had, has made a response to everything that has been going on with the California Reparations Commission Task Force, according to CNN, entitled, quote, California Governor Responds to Recommended Reparations Payment for Black Residents, unquote. I'm not going to read the article. I provide my source. So, you know, that's up to you. You're welcome to read it yourself. Um, you can find that on my medium transcript under show and prove. Basically, I'm just going to paraphrase what the article was talking about. Um, he's the person who created this task force back in 2020. It was Gavin Newsom who called for a study for reparations in California. Black residents in California started participating in those public meetings and making sure that the language was on point and lineage based to preserve our claim, specifically for the descendants of American slaves or foundational black Americans, those who came from those plantations. Gavin Newsom made a response because the number came back from the California Reparations Com Commission Task Force which was up to $1 million each for restitution for slavery. Gavin Newsom is supposed to be talking about black people, but in his speech he was mentioning systematic changes that would ensure inclusive and equitable future for all Californians. He is just using Democrats' talking points State Senator Stephen Bradford also made a response about cash payments. To hear his interview, just go to my medium transcript and scroll down to the video clip entitled, quote, Senate Steve, Stephen Bradford discussed California's reparation task force, unquote, under show and prove. He said, quote, he wouldn't count on the legislators passing cash payments, unquote. California is a Democrat stronghold. If the Democrats in California won't pass reparations, then we might not get reparations anywhere. You have the Democrat Party that have many of its members at the top who are arguing against reparations. That's just the facts. The party that 90% of black Americans vote for and they're telling you there's resistance within the party that you have been voting for for the past 60 years. The, Dem the Democrat says it's contingent to give descendants of American slaves reparations, but it's not contingent when the Biden administration gives billions of dollars to Ukraine. 
or give millions of dollars to illegal Latino immigrants who are crossing the borders. That's not considered contentious. Black voters need to remember this during the next election in 2024. If Gavin Newsom don't pay reparations, then we need to vote for the Republicans. But if Gavin Newsom pay reparations, then we need to back him by voting for him and other Democrats. I'm laser focused on Gavin Newsom and what the Dem the Democrats in California are doing. It has to be cash payments to help close the wealth gap between blacks and whites in America. It should include tax-free status and a anti-black hate crime bill. I think that we should get what the Native Americans get. Our ancestors worked for 246 years for free, forced labor. The Democrats has black residents in California attending public meetings, wasting the California Reparation Task Force Commission time and energy for two years while fellow Democrats disagree with the task force. This is the lowest thing I've seen the Democrats do. I agree black people should be upset because of the inconsistencies of the governor's statement of what he said to Fox Business. They don't do this to any other group in America except black people. Black people are being dogpiled on with all this unchecked illegal immigration. Black people have looked up to this Democrat Party as their Lord and Savior. Your black celebrities get paid to influence you to vote for Democrats. Hey, let's keep it a buck. At least the Republicans don't have an open border policy to flood the black neighborhoods with illegal Latino immigrants. Look at what happened to Jordan Nilly in New York. The mayor and the governor, both Democrats, are siding with Daniel Penny. If you respect yourself as a black person, then you should not vote for the Democrats. If you are still going to vote Democrat, then you are a sellout. Our grandparents were able to obtain civil rights legislation because our people were dominant workforce in domestic work and farm work. They had economic leverage. During the 80s, when the United States of America was outsourcing manufacturing jobs known as NAFTA, North American Free Trade Agreement, the Arabs and Asians went back to their homeland and started building up supply chains and infrastructure. Today, East Indians dominate the gas industry and the hotel industry in America. Black Americans who view African immigrants and black immigrants from the Caribbean as other prevent us from practicing group economics on a global scale. The white supremacist financial elites are allowing illegal Latino immigrants to enter the country in order to neutralize the black vote. White supremacy and racism is a political strategy in America. 
I explained to my group members years ago that the Democrats and the Republicans are one bird with two wings. They both are invested in keeping black people at the bottom while maintaining white supremacy. The question is why are they so upset about reparations? I would understand that people are upset over Governor Gavin Newsom spending $22 billion on illegal Latino immigrants in California. We have not heard a word about that. You would think that they would be outraged that the Biden administration is giving billions of dollars to Ukraine while we are facing a record inflation and yet none of these politicians have a word to say about that. This has nothing to do with American tax dollars because we're paying for illegal Latino immigrants every day and nobody is complaining about that. Nobody is complaining about foreign aid, so this is not about tax issue. It's about the issue giving black people reparations as a reparative justice. It's supposed to repair the harm that has happened to black Americans. Giving black people reparations will mess up the social order. The social order is based on a racial pyramid, putting black people at the bottom and putting white people on the top. The white supremacist financial elites don't want black people to have an equal playing field because then they would have to compete with us for resources. This global white supremacy system was created by keeping the black man and the black woman at the bottom. Their social order has been ordained by God to come to an end. This is why nations are starting to turn against them. For example, BRICS, the acronym for five economies, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, are uniting to form their own currency to weaken the dollar. Once we obtain our reparations, then people in the Caribbean, Brazil and on the African continent will get theirs. These European nations that are responsible are as follows. Belgium, the United Kingdom, France, Germany, Italy, Portuguese, Spain, as well as Saudi Arabia. All of you are implicated in slavery and we need to holler at you. All the West is implicated, and you must pay your just due, whether you like it or not. This is spiritual warfare, as I mentioned in my revised book in Chapter 3 on faith, in the book of Luke, Chapter 2, Verse 1. Quote, and it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augusta that all the world should be taxed. Unquote. King James Version. Caesar Augusta was a white supremacist. He imposed his system and his economy on the world that was not from God. He actually thought he was God. Quote, Acts chapter 17, verse 6 and 7. Unquote. And when they found them not, they drew Jason and 
certain brethren unto the rulers of the city, crying, These that have turned the world upside down are come here also, whom Jason have received, and these all do contrary to the decree of Caesar, saying that there is another king, one Jesus, unquote, King James Version. For example, when the white supremacists came to Africa, they came to kill, steal, and destroy our way of life. When the white supremacists came to the New World, they came to, to kill, steal, and destroy the native people's way of life. When the white supremacists came to the Caribbeans, they came to kill, steal, and destroy the native people's way of life. When the white supremacists came to Latin America or South America, they came to kill, steal, and destroy the native people's way of life. When the white supremacists came to Australia, they came to kill, steal, and destroy the native people's way of life. The scriptures that represent our Christian business is in Ezekiel chapter 34 verse 11 through 16, King James Version. In Africa, the white supremacist financial elites want to continue raping Africa of her natural resources, which is our birthright. God gave Africa to melanated people. The whole continent is ours, but black America wants to keep fighting for America. Do, I say, do you. All we are going to do is do the best that we can to improve the African American community. I do not want to be fighting for the rest of my life for a country that doesn't belong to me. The real battle is for Africa. If we lose Africa, we lose everything. I want to see black people in California get reparations. When our ancestors were on those plantations, they had many slave revolts time and time again. We have to keep pushing for our reparation during an election year and after the election year. The grassroots community activist movement objective is to get black people in America as a collective into the middle class if given a chance. I'm not sitting around waiting for the white supremacist financial elites to decide when they are going to give us reparation. Our story is well documented in their history books. That's why they want to rewrite the history books but thank God we are in the information age. I am using this platform to connect with other like-minded black people and African people to work with me and turn in my vision and plan for black America and Africa into a reality. First, by trying to raise funds for our film projects so that we can spread our story to the black masses and the global African family. Once those proceeds from the film began pouring in, then I will purchase property, buy office equipment, and hire black middle-class professionals who will assist me in making sure that our Christian business will be effective and successful for years to come. We will build Rakai of Chicago and make our presence known in the low-income African-American community starting on the west side of Chicago and eventually expand to the south side of Chicago. Why we need to build Grakai of Chicago. I'm going to do 
the mission God has called me to do, and that is to build the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago. This Christian business is based on my experience. After 31 years of being rejected and overlooked by Black Chicago and Black America, I decided to use this platform to reach out to the global African family, especially African immigrants in America and Black immigrants from the Caribbean and Brazil slash Latin America to assist us in getting our film project fully funded and made. Those of you who will be part of our film project will go down in history with me and Sister Renee. On this platform, I talk about the struggles our community face and provide solutions in my revised book, yet it is still barely selling. That's not the white man's fault. We have to take responsibility. I wrote the book in order to generate capital. I don't sell drugs. I sell knowledge in order to give you the skills to pay the bills. I created my virtual store in order to generate capital because it takes capital to start a business, no matter if it's a nonprofit organization or a for-profit business. We focus on what's going on in the real world and try to get real-world results. 90% of the low-income African-American community household is headed by single black mothers. We got to be strategic about how we nurture and raise our children. These public schools are trying to push all kinds of agendas on our children. A lot of these boys don't have a emotional maturity from their father's side and they don't understand the consequences of their actions until it's too late. These kids need their mother and father. We have to invest in our black youth and this is why we need to build Krakow Chicago. This will prove to our, our youth, young people that we can build something constructive by creating black institutions for them. We welcome those of you who have a mentality on building and growing. What's coming down the pipeline with these newly arrived immigrants ain't nothing nice. They don't care about our story. They are only here to get the bag and to compete against us for resources. Notice they are getting all kinds of assistance from the government. They have access to sanctuary cities, free food, housing, free access to public schools, and health care. Thanks in part to black voters who vote for a party that promotes open borders. I predict by 2050, if black people don't unify and start putting my ideas into practice, then as a collective, black people in America will become a permanent underclass. I don't have another 31 years to waste once I'm able to get my management team in place, then I will turn over my Christian business to qualified black middle class professionals. Before I cut and run to Africa, I want to be sure that I'm able to sustain myself and offer tangibles to my group members in Grakaya, Africa. Grakaya, Chicago would take the lead in rebuilding the inner cities of Chicago as well as take the lead in improving the African economy through our African tours. We aim to visit 10 African nations. They are as follows, South Africa, 
Kenya, Ethiopia, Tanzania, Uganda, Angolia, Liberia, Ivory Coast, Ghana, and Nigeria. We're going to meet local Africans from my African group, Gakai of Africa. Each nation that we visit, we will visit. We're going to set up a local chapter and match black entrepreneurs with African entrepreneurs and black artists with African artists so that we can do international international trade among our brothers and sisters. The Kyle Chicago will be committed to assisting with improving the African-American community while having a strong connection with our chapters in Africa. We will train our black youth in such areas as parenting, information technology, blockchain technology, coding, electrician, petroleum engineers, landscaping, filmmaking, oil painting, and journalism. We also plan on offering associate degrees for our students. In contrast, Grakai of Africa will focus on the advancement of African infrastructure promoting African businesses so both travelers and the communities we visit receive beneficial exchange. Our core values will focus on integrity, quality, safety, and stability. Please leave a public comment on my YouTube page about the topic. Most of all, share this video podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Our second topic, who should lead the reparations conversation? The, The reparation conversation and panel was embarrassing. People were acting a fool. I encourage my listeners to go to my Medium transcript and scroll down to show and prove and look for the video entitled, quote, Reparation Task Force Meeting in in Sacramento, to the point, unquote. These reparation conversations are supposed to be business meetings. When it comes to business, you have to put your ego aside. I believe we should have had a small group of people who would represent our interests that would consist of a black lawyer, a community activist, a black historian, a black economist, and a layperson. Because if it's an open mic, then it becomes a circus. When we have black professional, professional economists who is able to break down the numbers and know our history, but many of them are not patient like me. I'm getting burned out. I'm just being honest. 31 years, you know. They are the ones who should lead the reparations conversation. It is the human cargo which was our ancestors who was sold in the transatlantic slave trade from West Africa. This is the primary reason why the United States of America became a world economic superpower. The purpose of reparation is for chattel slavery, allowing Africans to be brought and sold just like animals while living under a system of social control, which transformed into black codes, sharecropping, convict leasing, Jim Crow, redlining, housing discrimination, and mass incarceration.
reparation is due to living in a society which black Americans have been under a system of social control since our ancestors land landed on these shores. Black people is treated as second class and third class citizens. The, the Western nations became the most industrialized and developed part of the world due to the transatlantic slave trade, which was the transporting and selling of black bodies provided the financial base for the industrialization of Western Europe and the United States of America. The slave owners in the UK and in America received their reparations. White farmers in Zimbabwe is about to get their reparations in order for America to lift those sanctions. During the 2020 election, Trump put $500 billion on the table, but black Americans in mass decided to vote on the guy who said, you're not black if you vote for Trump. We had Ice Cube who said, let's see what we can get for our vote from both political parties. Black America told Ice Cube to shut up. It would be nice to have African nations and Caribbean nations to support our reparations movement. That would make things much better. But Black America, take my words and all that I am tr trying to do as a joke, then they wonder why we don't get anywhere. We're not going to get reparations anytime soon because the white supremacist financial elites know that we're not unified enough. We don't have allies overseas fighting for black Americans, but if black America would have stepped up 31 years ago and would have, we would have alliances in place right now about at least five African nations. The Jews and the Japanese were able to get their reparation because they have representatives representation outside of the U.S. In order for us to get reparations, we have to unify with other like-minded black people and like-minded African people. We're still talking about the great things Dr. King Jr. and what the civil rights generation did during the 1960s. Until we do something now and that's revolutionary, then nothing will change. If you want to know who's against reparation, notice your HBCUs, historically black colleges and universities. I want you to, I want you all to hear what Democrat James Clyburn had to say about cash payments. I'm sorry. I don't need to learn what reparations is. Y'all keep talking about a word. It means to repair. It's cash to repair. Cash payment. Well, no. You never get it. Why not? That's why we keep talking about it. You got a lot of power. You will never get it. You have a lot of leverage. Let me ask you a question. You get our support. We have to be dedicated to it. We're going to bring this time. Will you listen? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Is you or mulatto and you are allowed to get an education and this person is not and not allowed to get an education how would you mention what which one is doing what i was allowed to get an education but i was doing that's not the law we talk about the law 
Pick up at the Lord. Pick up at my wife, whose grandfather was white. And therefore her mother began to get But her daddy was African. And took that who they gave How do you measure that? Did you hear what he said? He said, quote, hell no. You're not getting cash payments. How can we complain about Gavin Newsom? when you have a top black Democrat knocking reparations. That's your black representative telling you, quote, hell no, you're not getting cash payments. The problem with black America is we keep participating in our own oppression and we continue to incentivize people who keep the oppression going. James Clyborne is a collaborator against black people's interests. These black politicians get away with this all the time because there is no political consequence for them from black American voters. This is why we're not respected. Our black politicians are not on code with us. From the Congressional Black Caucus who does nothing for the African American community. Black people continue to vote for the same people who are oppressing our community. We have to understand that the Democrats and Republicans are unified when it comes to denying black American reparations, freedom, justice, and equality. James Clyborne is will continue to pass bills for illegal Latino immigrants to please his paymasters. So black America, what are you? going to do to fix our situation. Look at the Daniel Penny case. This man has raised $2 million for his defense. To learn more, just go to my Medium transcript and scroll down to show and prove. We are not going to get anything done just by talking about it. If we don't support our advocates, then we won't have any advocates. It's really sad to see what what's happening to our reparations. It shouldn't be a debate. We know what happened even though even though those who oppose it. If someone tells you that we shouldn't get reparations because it's been too long, then tell them about the Trail of Tears. It was the largest human mass force migration in American history which happened in 1838. The first Indian casino in America was established for the Seminole back in 1979, which was 140 years later. There wasn't a single person who was alive who had been affected by the Trail of Tears, and yet Indian casinos has been getting resources ever since. When we show up, then all of a sudden, the white supremacist financial elites try to tell us we're too late and the time has expired. Notice, they're not saying, saying that to those white people who are 
masquerading as $5 Indians. Anyone who is trying to deflect from reparations, we have to stand our ground. We have, we are up against a system that allows the wealthy or white establishment to waste time, dragging their feet until everybody dies off. For example, look at the case of the Exxon Bell Valdez oil spill. I provide an article about it on my medium transcript under show and prove. In a nutshell, this happened back in 1989. By the time it was resolved, it was about 30 years later. It was intentional by the Ex Exxon Corporation. What they did was use their judicial and political clout to stonewall their plaintiffs. Descendants of American slaves or foundational black Americans deserve reparations more than any group in America. These white supremacist financial elites have the audacity to sit here and say we don't deserve reparations. Black people, African people, it's time we start putting our money and resources into building Gurkhaya of Chicago for the purpose of improving our community and strengthening our family as well as reconnecting with our brothers and sisters in Africa, the Caribbean, and Brazil. Reparation is our social political litmus test. If any politician at this point tell you they are against reparation, then just know they are also anti-black. Don't vote for them. My message to our black youth who are American citizens and are 18 years of age, as long as you have access to your social security card and your birth certificate, then you have every right to ask these politicians where they stand on reparations. These politicians need, need us to keep their jobs. They work for us, and if they forget, then we need to vote them out of office. I am not running for public office. All I'm trying to do is build the kind of Chicago so that I can expand it to 10 African nations. That's what I want to be remembered for. Trying to do something, not just sitting up um, on a computer just running off at the mouth. You know, again, it's not my fault that uh, Black American and um, Black Chicago didn't want to work with me and stuff and took me for joke. But this ain't no joke. But that's how come I, I say I want us to do this film project first and foremost. You know what I'm saying? So that way people know that this is real. Once that money started kicking in and, you know, I start hiring people and people, you know, see that, you know, that it's beneficial and stuff like that. Mark my words, everybody in Chicago is going to want to be a part of this organization. However, ain't nothing changed on my end. 31 years of rejection hasn't changed. You know, I stand on everything I've been saying for the past 31 years. But again, you know, I just don't want to be wasting time talking to, you know, people that just don't care. That's how come my business will be membership based. Um, I'm not here for you to like me. I'm on here to recruit brave and smart black people and African people who's willing to work with me to turn my vision and plan for black America and Africa into a reality. 
um, I care about black people because if I didn't, I would have left this alone years ago. Um, the best way to help me is by purchasing my ebook and read my story for yourself. If you agree with my vision and plan, then make arrangements with me to come on the come on the show so that we can discuss it and get other people involved. Um, also, um, donate to our film project um, through our GoFundMe page. Because again, once we get this film um, fully funded and made, then uh, we could take Gracam uh, to the next level, and that's making our presence known in the um, African American community. And from there, um, you know, do the best that we can to improve the African American community. And. Um, work on our second film in South Africa. South Africa, stand up, because um, we're coming. I'm doing the best that I can. Yes, it's been a long journey. 31 years of rejection still hasn't phased me. I'm doing the best that I can. But again, I don't want to be doing this another 31 years. So please tell your friends and family about who I am and about this organization because when I come to South Africa I don't want to waste time explaining who I am I want the business to speak for itself I want us to be known for making quality black empowerment films and we're gonna have fun yes life is you know life is too short to be going through unnecessary drama that's what I've been trying to uh, teach my group members that's what uh, I live by you know what I'm saying? Yes, we're going to constantly, you know, remind these white supremacist financial elites that they owe us reparations. But, um, and also, um, Gracayo Chicago, this is more than just a new business endeavor. This is going to be a new system, and we're going to build it. This is something exciting. And I, I know a lot of people want to take me for a joke, but, you know, it is what it is, you know. We gotta come against that Willie Lynch mentality. We gotta come against that colonized mindset. We have to heal from that stuff. Work with each other. And most of all, separate ourselves from these um, degenerates, urban terrorists, off code Negroes, um, pedophiles, all the ones that don't mean our racial group any good. We have to separate from those people big time. And that's what um, I'm about in my business, about raising the bar. That's why a lot of people don't like me. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. You know? Um, with that being said, um, please leave a public comment on my YouTube page about the topic. Most of all, share this video podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Thank you all for listening. Again, don't forget, uh, next Saturday... We are going to have um, our um, virtual conference, 